0: <laughs> John's like, that's a whole that can of worms not, I am not willing to open. I'm not saying these are perks, but I am <laughs> saying it's something they offer. See,
1: it's kind of like, oh, that's not a bug. It's a feature. No, motherfucker, that's a bug. <laughs> Damn.
0: Everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture-related. I'm your host Alex, but you can call me sent by. And joining me tonight we have our chivalry of Shota, Shotaro.
2: Shoutaro, Wiwi oui baguette.
0: <laughs> and our czar of Source Material John. I just
1: feel like we should put "show" at the end because we could never trump whatever he says.
0: No, I, you're absolutely right. You, we're, we're never going to be able to top anything that he comes up with because he actually, you don't know this. Well, maybe you do. He actually has a list of intros that he writes out and prepares. Oh my God.
2: You don't want to look at this list. It's full of shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you decide what's going to be the new intro?
2: Whichever one is
0: the least shit. <laughs> it's
1: just And the most <laughs> topical usually. Yes. Uh, okay. Fair enough.
0: All right, so tonight, uh, the three of us have gotten together uh, to do something that John has kind of wanted to do for a while, and that is to actually have us sit down and review anime streaming services.
1: Yeah, uh, so <laughs> a couple months ago, I was, like, using Crunchyroll's mobile app, and, like, it was, like, 3 a.m., and I couldn't get stuff to work, and I just was, like, I went off, <laughs> like, in the public chat. I just fucking went off about how shit it was, and I was like, hey, you know what we should do? We should review anime streaming services, guys.
2: If you have trouble with anger management, do not use Crunchyroll.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just to Sweet. let you know. Forget- yeah, that's Crunchyroll. That is what we're doing tonight. Um, and yes, if you were on our Discord server, you saw this tirade. And <laughs> it was very entertaining. Uh, but I think it, it's it's probably good to say up front that there are four specific services that we are going to be reviewing tonight they are crunchyroll funimation netflix and high dive um if you guys actually do want to listen to our reviews of other streaming services like uh amazon video or disney plus or uh hulu. what else out there has anime hbo max hulu hulu yeah uh we might do uh, a follow-up or a second part to this where we review other uh, streaming services that also have anime on them. Yeah. Uh, uh, And I think it's also fair to point out that for the reviews that we did, we did not focus on um, certain applications. So we we mainly we actually entirely focused on PC, aka desktop applications, and mobile applications. Uh, So for things like uh, phones or tablets. Yeah, because
1: it just would have been really hard to. You know, do you have a smart TV? How many consoles do you have? Because each console is slightly different for their apps. Like, yeah. If you want to review it on a Switch, you want to review it on a PlayStation, shit like that. Uh, I just, yeah. I just was too much at the time. Like maybe, maybe in the future, it's a project that we could undertake. But honestly, I'm per- like ninety nine percent sure that most people use the browser or use the uh, app version anyway.
0: Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the mobile app. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like you say, if, if, you know, you guys want to hear our uh, thoughts about certain, like, console applications for these streaming services or things like, you know, Amazon Fire Stick or Apple TV or whatever, I mean, that might be something we could indeed, do in the future, but that's kind of outside the scope of what we're gonna be talking about tonight. So we've limited our reviews to uh browser based applications and mobile applications for our reviews. So uh do you guys want to go ahead and get started? Sure. Yeah. Alright. So the first point I want to look at for each of these services are their different pricing and packages that they offer. So, uh, John, you had the dubious distinction of actually reviewing <laughs> two of these services, Crunchyroll and Funimation, because Natai was originally supposed to join us, but he could not.
1: Yeah, and the Crunchyroll 1, oh, I have a lot to say about Crunchyroll, man. I thought Alex's deep-seated hate of Crunchyroll was unjustified, and then I started using Crunchyroll's mobile <laughs> app <laughs> <It> <laughs> after, sucks. like, so many years, but... I think the most important thing. Obviously, everyone cares a lot about the pricing and the packages. Like, that's just kind of you know, if you're gonna subscribe to a monthly streaming service, you're gonna want to know how much it costs and what you get, right? And Crunchyroll has three levels, and they're all monthly subs, so you got to pay every month. And it's the eight dollar package is called the Fan. There's a ten dollar package called Mega Fan, and an Ultra Fan package called, or a fifteen dollar package called Ultra Fan. And uh, each paid tier is ad free. Which is something that um, some other services may or may not offer. Like I know Hulu offers a ad service for the cheapest price, so you still have to watch like a couple thirty second ads. But for Crunchyroll, at least you don't have to watch any ads, other than the shitload of ads they throw on their web pages, advertising like all their shit. But whatever. <laughs> and their store. And their store. Oh god, dude. But other than that, you don't really see ads. Like at least no um, inserted ads to your viewing pleasure. And it also comes with manga now, so all the tiers come with manga. I remember it's, Crunchyroll has changed their pricing and their models so often. I've been a member for the longest time since they went legit. I've been a member, and they used to have different services like manga used to be the the plus tier where you would have to pay a little extra but you could read manga. And they also used to have like TV dramas, like Japanese dramas. They don't have that anymore. Um, I wouldn't say like the Anything above the basic $8 package is really not worth it because now with the three tiers, like, basic, intermediate, and premium, they don't really offer you very much in terms of, like, services. Like, I think the if you get the most expensive one, the $15 one, you get, like, an annual reward bag, and you get discounts at their Crunchyroll
0: store, but that's about it. And it's important to point out that's only if you live in North America. You cannot access this outside of North America. Yeah, it's an NA-only it it thing.
1: And then, um, oh, I believe the intermediate tier does allow you to do offline viewing. So that's something to consider because, you know, offline viewing is kind of the best tech we have right now, for especially like, if you're going to go on a 16-hour plane ride, you know. You don't have access to Wi-Fi on some flights or it's going to be super expensive to try to stream anime and it's going to be super shit trying to stream because the wi-fi you have on planes isn't that good anyway so offline viewing you know it's kind of an important thing so i mm, i recant my statement i'd say the mega fan package is probably the most worthwhile just because it has (laughs) offline viewing though i have things to say about that
0: (laughs) all right what about funimation
1: so funimation it also has three tiers but it only has two monthly tiers and then it has a like a year package. So there's a premium tier, which is the $6 a month. Uh, there's a premium plus tier that's $8 a month. Then this premium ultra plus tier that's $100 a year. And Whoa. it costs the least because you don't have to pay, Uh, you know, obviously, was it, $8 a month times whatever math. You save... 12? S- uh, yeah, 12. Math. Maths. You save a little bit. If you pay for the ultra plus, you also get like the swag bag every year you get like exclusive invites to funimation events i do know that they offer like this you can scan like a code if you ever go to uh, a funimation booth at any event and you can get free shit so that's cool uh i don't really know if it's worth it because (laughs) i mean what what are they going to give you that's worth your money you know for fucking eight dollars a month or a hundred dollars a year whatever but uh all tiers are ad free which is great And you also need to subscribe to the Premium Plus tier, the Intermediate tier, to get offline viewing. And you also get more, like, simultaneous streams. So that's something that uh, Funimation does have a limit on. I believe the Basic tier only comes with two simultaneous streams, and then the Intermediate tier comes with, like, five. And I think it's unlimited if you get the Premium Plus. And that's about it. (laughs) Like, it's... It's cheaper than Crunchyroll, which is kind of cool. But at the same time, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really like that there's a streaming limit to how many people can watch at the same time. Like, as far as I know, Crunchyroll doesn't have that. It doesn't state in their pricing and packages how many simultaneous streams you can have. I know I've watched with three other people at the same time before on different devices, and it hasn't been a problem.
0: Yeah, I don't think there is. Or if there is, it's a ridiculously high number. Yeah, I I haven't hit the limit yet, so...
2: Hmm. I remember, like, a long time ago, not being able to simul stream on uh, Crunchyroll, so they may have changed that.
1: Yeah, because they have changed so much of their pricing and their policies and all this other stuff, and it's, you know, they're just trying to, I guess, adapt to the new streaming services world.
0: I guess. I mean I, I know that I've run at least five concurrent streams on Crunchyroll before and it hasn't said anything, so obviously it's it's higher than five. <laughs> higher than five. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, show what about Netflix? So Netflix does not
2: have a free tier. Um it has three monthly plans, which are all ad free. Uh the first plan basic is eight ninety nine. And then the second tier is standard for $13.99, and the premium, which is the last tier, is $17.99 all per month. Um, So the only difference between the tiers is that, one, you get higher quality video. I think you only get 480p on the basic. You get 720p on the standard, and you get 4k on the premium. They just skipped 1080 1080
0: no one 480, wants that. 480p like what is it for the people with like the five people that still have crts <laughs> 4k <laughs> he's talking I know, about for, for the basic, the basic plan yeah
2: yeah i know i don't know i don't know who would choose basic i don't know why they even include that plan because that's not even an option really um yeah 480p god what are we in like 2010 jesus honey, maybe if you watch on mobile even then you don't do I imagine
0: TV. watching that on a 4k monitor and the monitor upscales it jesus oh christ um, so i
1: know that uh netflix recently updated their pricing model too like they added an extra dollar or two i think to all the plan prices i remember getting an email about yeah, it from yeah yeah i netflix. remember that so yeah. damn netflix is mm, maybe i should cancel netflix oh no use it <laughs>
2: um but yeah you can also with the higher tiers you can stream on multiple devices um the basic one only you can only do one device at once as so, a uh, standard you can do two devices and premium you can do four devices um yeah i would personally recommend the standard because like obviously if only because of the video quality because you need more than 480 and i don't really care for 4k so i'm fine with standard and I,
0: yeah that's the plans for netflix all right, well, I did a high dive. High dive simplifies all of this. You have two tiers, <laughs> monthly or yearly. Okay. Um, they both offer the exact same thing. Um, so you get the same thing no matter which you choose. Um, so the you get it. The monthly plan is four ninety nine per month. Um, I think it, we haven't said this yet, but all these prices are in U.S. dollars, um, mm-hmm. I assume. Yes. Okay, um, I know you live in Canada, so I don't know if these were Canadian dollars or not. I
2: switched it to Canadian, and they showed the same numbers, so I'm not entirely sure oh, what's okay. going on.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Sorry, I switched um, it to U.S. Sorry, whatever. But anyway, uh, the monthly t- the monthly plan is 4.99 uh, per month. Yearly plan is 47.99 per year. So if you do the quick math on that, if you actually buy the yearly plan, you're actually saving 20 percent off per month across the course of a year uh if you actually get the yearly plan uh, both plans are ad free uh they don't actually have a free option with ads on high dive to watch uh but you are allowed even if without a uh a subscription you are allowed to browse their entire catalog to see what they have without signing up first which uh, i don't think go ahead Can i don't think you can do that on netflix or at least you didn't, no. used to I be. don't believe you can. Netflix is uh, you
1: gotta pay to play, like <laughs> otherwise you can't see anything. Which
0: yeah. I thought was so stupid. But whatever. Um uh, uh, and signing up automatically grants you a 30 day free trial. Um I don't know for a fact, but I, I know that Crunchyroll and Funimation both both used to give you two week free trials. I don't I don't know if they still do that.
1: I don't know. Uh I know that. A lot of people post, like, seven-day guest passes on comments for mm-hmm. videos. And yeah. there's some, like, whole deal with that. But, I mean, yeah. You can still browse the catalogs for both. You can see the simulcast yeah. and what they got scheduled and stuff like that. But because they offer free services. If you want to watch it, you can watch it with ads. And also, it's like, I believe on both of them, all the episodes that are free are a week late.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't or a that week bad, later honestly. than the premiums or the paid subscribers. Yeah, get them paid yet.
1: subscribers get the anime like same day it airs in Japan. Like for Crunchyroll, it's uh, the same like an hour after it airs in Japan, you get it subbed in English. Yeah,
0: but then you have to wait an extra week, sometimes two, I think, on Crunchyroll.
1: Because uh, yeah, sometimes they have a cancellation, so then you have to wait like two weeks. Ah, oh, it's the worst.
0: Fucking, yeah. <laughs> but. All right, so the second point we all looked at was the catalog, uh, specifically how big it, ha- it the catalog itself is. Uh, is it anime only? Does it offer anything else besides anime? So, uh, what do you got for Crunchyroll and Funimation, John?
1: So for Crunchyroll, it is just anime and manga. Um, the anime it's mainly Japanese dubs with English subs, but they do have different sub languages. I'm not sure how fast those get put up. If they're they might be put up at the same time as English because that's kind of, like, Crunchyroll's selling point, right? They say, you get anime one hour after it airs in Japan. That's, like, their biggest selling point. Mm. Uh, The catalog for Crunchyroll is pretty big. It still does have a pretty hefty amount of shows, but it's definitely not as big as it used to be. They've lost a lot of licenses so far, uh, mainly to Funimation, but we have the merger upcoming, so (laughs) maybe they'll get all their shit back. (laughs) And, uh there's also the manga to consider it doesn't have a huge selection of manga but it does have like Attack on Titan and you know that's pretty popular and it has a handful of other mangas that are kind of interesting Funimation has anime only uh, and a lot of the anime Funimation has is in actually English dub like there was I was looking at Kakashi Goto and it has I was like oh look they stream Kakashi Goto they have license for that it's only the English dub no Japanese, and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) So, uh, Funimation has a lot of dubbed anime and OVAs. That's something we don't see a lot of. Like, OVAs don't typically get aired. Like, those are, like, special Blu-ray packages stuff. You don't really see them in streaming services nowadays. I think it's kind of changing, though, because everyone's kind of just going to streaming services instead of bundling with DVD packages, or at least... Oh, yeah,
0: it's because OVAs used to be offered as part of, like, manga bundles. Yeah. Uh, in Japan, and now that's kind of going away, like you say, mostly because of streaming services. So, yeah, if you want
1: simulcast dubbed anime, Funimation's your go-to. They have a lot of English dubbed. Uh, I I personally don't like English dubbed that much, so it's kind of not for me, but it it does have a beefy catalog. It's Funimation. They have, like, a shitload of licenses, dude. The ones that they used to share with Crunchyroll, and they don't anymore. So they took all of it.
0: And they also have some legacy licenses, too. Yeah, one... like they, they still have Dragon Ball and a bunch of other older shows. Yeah, so they,
1: both services do have beefy catalogs. You definitely will find stuff to watch.
2: So... All right. Netflix has a very broad selection of content, which includes Western and international films and TV shows um, from literally every country. Well, not every country, but like a really wide variety of countries um uh live action and animation um but specifically their anime catalog is pretty limited compared to Crunchyroll and Funimation um they have like some big titles but a lot of their big titles are just like only the first season and they don't <laughs> they don't they have they don't have a lot of
1: current airing anime um so i remember there was a, a statement from Netflix, right? Like I think last year or two years ago where they were like, We're gonna spend a shitload of money acquiring anime. Yeah. I'm I'm not entirely sure how good they made on that promise because I don't watch anime on Netflix. If I do it's reruns of stuff I've already watched. They've but definitely I believe they yeah. They own B Stars right now, right? Season two of Beastars? Stars. Uh, yeah, they
0: they're the exclusive uh streamer of B Stars outside of Japan. Hmm. Like anywhere. Not not just North America, anywhere.
1: But Oh, yeah, I I love that Netflix does have a huge selection of international films. Like, Mm -hmm. you can see, like, uh, Chinese films or if you want to watch French films, stuff like that. It's actually really cool.
2: It is really interesting because there's not a lot of platforms where you can get these really niche films from these um, uh, countries where the film industries aren't as large as, uh, like, Korea or America. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, the... Actual, I mean, they do have some current shows like, um, they had the exclusive rights to like Great Pretender, Carolyn Tuesday, Devil Man Cry Baby, but those are far and few in between. Um, they have some exclusives like the ones I just listed, and
0: let's not forget the second season of Takagi San, they didn't bother to license the first, <laughs> honey. This is a problem, <laughs> not just with Netflix, but with a lot no, of You literally go on there and it'll say, Taka- like, Teasing Master Takagi-san, and it'll say "entity that Netflix exclusive, but only the second season. They only have the second season. Yeah, and the big thing
2: about Netflix is that they don't simulcast the anime that they do uh, acquire. Um, a lot of the times it'll be airing in Japan, and it will not be on the Netflix website until, like, a number of weeks or a month after the season is over, that's when you get the yeah. Netflix release, mm. which can be extremely frustrating.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially if it's a show you've been looking forward to and, like, you have to wait till the end of the season. And fuck you, you mean if like two seasons, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> if it's a two-season anime or a 24-episode anime, good fucking luck. You, you'll get to watch it half a year later.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, But on the flip side, when Netflix is, like, directly involved with the production and they have, like, the actual exclusive rights to it, they do release it all at once at the beginning of the season. Like, uh, I know they did that with Devilman Crybaby. So there's a good and a bad with that. Um, Another really good thing about Netflix is that all their shows have a really wide selection of dub and sub-languages. So that's really inclusive of them. Uh, Although I will talk about, I do
1: have some problems with their English subs. Me too. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same problem. It is the same problem. You know what? Me too.
0: I think we all three might have the same problem. (laughs) All right. So High Dive is definitely the newest of the ones that we, of the services that we reviewed. Uh, High Dive was only launched back in 2017. So it's only been around for a few years Uh, of these four that we reviewed definitely has the smallest catalog. Um, And so high dive is essentially a streaming service for Sentai licensed anime. Uh, That's really what it was created for. Uh, Now, I mean, obviously Sentai's works aren't all exclusively on high dive. They are in other places too, but sometimes Sentai stuff is only exclusively available on high dive. I know that's really, really weird. Um, Who owns High Dive? Uh,
1: Sentai. It's a Sentai streaming service. Sentai Filmworks, yes. Oh, okay.
0: Um, that makes sense, I guess. But, um, so really, in, unless it's been licensed by Sentai or one of their subsidiaries, you're probably not going to see it on their platform. Um, but it is the only place you can go to see certain stuff. Um, I'm going to be talking about it uh, a little bit later, another point that I'm going to be making. Um, for certain older anime, it is really the only place they are legally streaming anywhere outside of, of Japan. Uh, something else they do offer, I, I think this may be relatively new for them. Uh, they offer a small selection of live-action titles from Japan as well. Uh, a lot of these are somehow anime or manga tie-ins, like they'll be live-action versions of an anime or a manga um so they do have that uh of course they're all subbed uh and i mean they do have some dubs on their site as well they also like uh funimation they do the they have their simul dubs uh i forget what high dive calls them um call dub cast Dubcast. Dubcast, i think yeah yeah um so they do they do have that as well but like, like i say they're they're their catalog is definitely the smallest of all the streaming services out there currently.
1: Well, I mean, since they are relatively new and it's Sentai exclusive stuff, so I guess yeah. I guess you can get away with that. Plus it's not that expensive anyway, right? It's like what, 5 no. bucks a month?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, 4.99 a month or basically $48 a year. Yeah.
1: And Sentai has pretty decent films, so I mm, I might check it out. Mm. I'm going to
0: actually, after this, check it out. Sentai, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sentai's. I love their Blu-ray packages, even though they are expensive. Oh, They're very God, well put together. Yeah. Um, all right, so the next point is how easy it is to actually navigate their catalogs. So, um, John? So I put this in here because
1: I remember using Verve. Is, is Verve even still around? Do
0: people still yes, use it? Yes, it is. And High Dive's actually on there now.
1: Oh, God. So Verve had a shitty ui for browsing the catalog it didn't have an option to check at least when i was using verve like a year or two ago it didn't you couldn't check simuldubs or simulcasts it was all in like alphabetical order and that was it that's all you could do and i was like what what (laughs) i want to watch seasonal anime it's like no 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 we don't do that around here like fuck fucking verve so uh for crunchyrolls mobile and desktop the ui is old it's like it looks the same as it's been in the last five years it has not changed but uh the search function is it's archaic but it works it searches like relevant posts and stuff if they don't have the title for the anime that you're looking for um and it'll actually like show up like if you write the english title or the japanese title it'll show both so that's kind of useful Uh, It has tabs for simulcast, alphabetical, popular genre, and even seasonal anime, which is, like, you would think this is a basic function that every streaming service would offer, but it's not. (laughs) I don't know why they don't think this is a basic function all streaming services should have, but it's not. (laughs) It's not standard. Fucking Verve. Funimation is very similar to Crunchyroll, where it has a very basic, like, friendly ui i would say the desktop app specifically is not as intuitive because it's older like drop down menus and it's not tabs like in one page where you can see all the tabs where you can just click on it and it'll swap over so that's like kind of the difference uh the mobile apps are very similar though they have the same functions uh i don't like funimation's mobile app because instead of like it has a weird format where instead when you click on a link it'll like slide over to a new tab, but then to go back, it slides backwards and sometimes it glitches out. And then you're like, What the fuck? And you got to flip your phone a couple times to fix it. Oh my. So it's kind of shitty in that regard. At least Crunchyroll's mobile app is a lot better in that aspect. Though Crunchyroll's mobile app is still shit, but <laughs> that's for a different feature. <laughs> I'll talk about that later.
2: Oh no. Well yeah, uh, Netflix on browser and mobile are pretty, they're very functional, they work uh, as they are intended Uh, they have a search function which is functional, Uh, they have a lot of different genre categories Um, their like homepage is uh, reorganized depending on the algorithm so at the top of the page will be the uh, shows that are most relevant to you and that recommendation uh, system i find pretty uh turns up pretty relevant content um and yeah. then you think so too or
1: yeah yeah i would yeah, agree yeah. because <laughs> every time it's like hey since you liked watching this show what about these shows and you're like
2: oh that looks like, kind yeah, of interesting that does look yeah exactly <laughs> i'm like i would like that thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: um. it's like It's, it's, it's annoying because it's kind of like the YouTube algorithm where it's like you watch one show and then it's like, Hey, since you watch this, watch these other ones. But at least for Netflix, you have the like or dislike options. So it will turn up relevant content as long as you like or dislike stuff as you watch it.
0: That's, that's dangerous though, John, because you see what happens if you watch one clip of a (laughs) VTuber. Yeah. You're fucking sucked in.
1: Oh
2: No um it also uh netflix reorganizes the order of genres on the homepage to make the more relevant genres to you uh higher up
1: on the page so
2: yeah like can... if you watch a bunch mm-hmm. of like
1: sci-fi action then it will put yeah. sci-fi action stuff more on the top mm-hmm. uh, it also has like a
2: category for the recently added to netflix and a category for like the currently trending most popular um which are all like algorithmically generated so the whole idea of an algorithmically uh, generated ui has its pros and cons but i would say for the most part it's helpful for netflix
0: yeah all right uh so high dive has pretty much a lot of the same things that have been listed already here uh, they have a basic search function. It offers autocomplete. Just after you type in the first three characters, it brings up a list of whatever you th- it thinks you're typing, um, and it updates that after every character you type, um, which seems to be common in search functions anymore. Um, at the top of the page, at least on the browser version, uh, it has simulcast dubs, uh, series, m- and movies, each accessible by separate tabs. Um, and then you can browse the entire catalog uh, all at once, but you can sir- sort them by category, by genre, by audio, and by subtitles. Um, and the audio is by like the audio language, and then subtitles by subtitle language. Huh. Um, it's also very easy to tell at a glance, at least on the desktop, what... Uh, anime they have that's offer, that they offer a dub for because there's a little stamp at the top that says dubbed um, and it's also easy to tell what's exclusive to their site because there's a stamp at the top that says exclusive um, also uh, the mobile app has none of this <laughs> oh, no <laughs> That's, that, I'm, we'll get to it when we talk a little bit more about the mobile app. Like, the mobile app, High Dive's mobile app sucks. Now, I don't know if it's because of what I actually reviewed it on, because the only, the only mobile device I currently have is um, a Galaxy S8 Plus. That's my phone. That's my everyday phone that I use, and that's what I reviewed it on. I don't know if it's just the Android app that sucks. I never got around to using anything Apple-based, but... Hi, Dive's mobile app for Android just sucks. <laughs>
2: Honestly, it's so stupid how little these companies focus on their mobile app when as a streaming service, that is like a major component of your business. I don't understand why you would not develop more of it. I
0: I don't either. Um, I, it genuinely feels like their mobile app was made as an afterthought over the course of, like, 24 hours.
1: Yeah, that's that's just very unfortunate. Like, me, myself, I use mainly PC browsing, and I'll use mobile occasionally. But for the most part, I'll use my smart TV or my consoles. So I guess it depends on the market. I, I feel like mobile isn't as big as we think it is anymore just because, like, who really needs to watch 20 episodes of something on the go? <laughs> it's a very specific, like, reason I mean, if you travel
0: a lot, I could see it being good, but... I mean,
2: I just prefer it, like, even at home, to just watch it on a tablet so that I don't have to, like, sit at a desk and watch anime.
0: That's fair. See, I usually just bring my laptop onto my bed and prop myself up and watch it there. I I prefer to watch
1: it on TV. If I'm going to be sitting for a while, marathoning stuff, I'll watch it on TV.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess, for me, it depends on more... How much time I have to devote to this. Like, if I'm only going to sit down and watch one episode, yeah, I'll just, I'll boot my computer up and just watch the episode sitting up in my chair. But if I'm going to sit and watch, binge watch a show, yeah, I'm going to lay down somewhere and watch it.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) given how diverse everyone is, like, that just might be why they didn't put too much funds in allocating to the mobile app specific. They made it. Maybe. But, I mean, you should at least make it bearable on. At the minimum, make it
0: bearable. (laughs) Alright, so do these streaming services offer anything special? Uh, Um, John? So for Crunchyroll, really the
1: only thing special about it is the fast subs, and it does have different uh, types of subs. It's not strictly just English. I do know that they do Spanish, German, French, stuff like that. Uh, And it has a rotating discount on merchandise, but I feel like Crunchyroll and Funimation do that so it's not really special it's just something they're they're trying to make more money off of you really like all of it's going to Crunchyroll regardless it doesn't matter how much of a discount they give you they're getting all your money Uh, and also Crunchyroll offers the manga app like you have to download a separate app to read manga Uh, the manga app was always buggy for me and I hated using it on my phone it works fine on PC
2: yeah I can't use it on mobile either which I hate
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) It's, like, the worst. Uh, that's about it for Crunchyroll's features. Uh, for Funimation, it's just it's dubs, dude. It's the land of dubs. If you want English dubs, go to Funimation. It has simulcast dubs. It has hella fucking things just licensed in English dub. That's really all they got. And also, you know, they Funimation. They have some of their
0: dubs that come out, like, a day or two after it airs in Japan, which is amazing to me.
1: Yeah, the simulcast dubbed stuff that they yeah, have which the is great. dubs, yeah
0: but i mean that's
1: i feel like the a dub it's it's just this very small and niche market where like i'd say a good 80 percent of anime viewers want japanese dubbed english sub right like uh-huh. am i crazy yeah. here i mean there, there's i, I think like there's definitely a market right.
0: for it mm-hmm. but i like a lot of people get into anime because of dubs like i wouldn't that's have true. gotten into anime at all because of, if it if weren't for dubs
2: Yeah, a lot of my family that aren't necessarily too into anime will watch with me if it's in dub.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. So by the way, I I don't know if this counts as something special offered by the streaming service, but I guess you could also say that Crunchyroll also offers both a award show and convention. <laughs> John's like that's a whole kind of I'm not, I am not willing to. I'm not saying these are perks, but I am <laughs> saying it's something they offer. See, it's kind of like, oh, that's not
1: a bug; it's a feature. No, motherfucker, that's a bug.
0: Damn. I agree. I'm just saying it is offered. I guess,
1: but I mean, it's not something I care too much about. Actually, it's not something I care about at all. Like if it, yeah, if it it didn't get offered. I would care. No more, no but less. don't you
0: care about it, it's the... It's funny, though, because as, there's Crunchyroll is a streaming service, but you can't actually watch their award show that they stream on other services. <laughs> you have to watch some other service to watch their own award show, which makes me laugh every time.
1: I'd also like to point out that Crunchyroll took a long time to get rid of fucking Flash Player and go to HTML5, and yeah. it was the worst experience, like, in the world. <laughs> Because it's like, this is super outdated, it's super janky, it doesn't load all the time, and it's just super buggy. And it's riddled with security flaws. And it's all, yeah, that's why we don't use Flash anymore. But it just took them so long to finally move to HTML5. Like, I have Firefox, and I had to install an HTML5 player just so I could get Crunchyroll to fucking play its videos on the web.
2: (laughs) I had to install HTML on uh, Chrome to get a... Crunchyroll to play. So that's
1: that's a a negative, I would say, to anything they could offer, that they're kind of slow to adjust with the times.
2: I guess, but that's only in its past, right? In its current iteration, it does have HTML, so...
1: Yeah, Hmm. yeah. Yeah. Everything's fine now. It's okay now.
0: But the transition period from Flash to HTML5 was a bit rough. Oh, that's super rough.
2: Um, But yeah, so... Netflix offers uh, a very wide variety of shows in that not only does it have Japanese live action and anime, but it has that for a whole number of countries. So when you buy a subscription from Netflix, not only are you getting anime, you're getting a whole lot of other content, um, which I would say is the main appeal of Netflix. It also has, like I said, subs and dubs in a number of different languages. Um, And for a few particular shows, uh, or rather for a few particular anime, it will release all of the episodes at once at the beginning of the season, which the other uh, stream services do not provide. Um, But for shows that aren't anime, they're all released. uh, All of the episodes are all released at once. So that's great for those uh, shows as well. Yeah,
0: Netflix Straight has always people been want to binge watch.
1: Yeah, Netflix has always been like the binge watching model. They they have not strayed far from that model at all. He, yeah. Which is kind of good it, like yeah, it's shitty to wait for anime, but I'm also the type that likes to binge stuff anyway. Like fuck waiting weekly. Like I'll, I'll wait until it's all <laughs> out, then I'll watch it.
2: Definitely so it really... depends on the show for me, but uh like in general, I definitely agree with you. I prefer Netflix's model. It's just that their transition of their binge watching uh, model into the anime industry has been super rough because they take a like compromise where in certain countries it's binge watch and then in Japan it's weekly. So if it was all, if it was globally binge watch, it would all be fine. No one would care. But the fact that they're doing it weirdly is is annoying. It.
0: I also feel like. If they actually, because sometimes it takes a season, a season and a half, sometimes two seasons to get this fucking thing out on Netflix. And, you know, by that time, everyone's moved on. Yeah. And I feel like if they just released it, if they were going to commit to this whole binge watching model, if they just released it at the beginning of each season, most people wouldn't have a problem with that.
1: Yeah, but then that crosses into the territory of, well, if everyone watches it in the first week that it was released, no one's gonna remember to buy merch at the end of the season right
2: it doesn't really matter when you yeah. release it you can release the beginning and whenever you want just don't have it airing in one country and then it not airing in another country
0: yeah. yeah i'd say that's a form of i i would call that a form of soft region blocking
2: i mean netflix has problems with region blocking as well but we'll get to that <laughs> yeah
0: all right so High Dive uh, is, again, it offers subtitles in almost a dozen different languages for almost all of its newer uh, titles. Some older titles don't really have them, and maybe they may have them in two or three different languages, uh, if that. Um, A paid subscription with either plan uh, will give you the ability to create three separate profiles, similar to how Netflix does it, where like each person in a family can have a different profile, um, which is nice. and it also gives you the ability to set parental controls on individual profiles. So, like, if you were a parent, say, you had your own profile, and then you, if you had a kid, you could give them their own pro- profile and set parental controls on it, because uh, High Dive does have some more mature anime on it, so you might not want young children to have access to that. Um, speaking of which, the service itself does pride... Uh, itself on offering quote unquote uncensored home video editions, that's what it calls it, of all of its content. Um, so, by and large, you're going to get the same uncensored, unfiltered content that you get on the Blu ray versions. Oh. Um, uh, so, some of its seasonal anime are also put out as what they call dubcast. As I said before, it's very similar to Funimation's simuldubs, although I don't think they get them out quite as fast. As Funimation does their simul-dubs, usually it takes three or four days, it seems. Although some of them do come out pretty quick. Um, another selling point, at least for me in particular, is that High Dive is currently the only place you can legally stream some older anime. Uh, some good examples of this would be Battle of the Planets from the 70s, uh, Big O from the 90s, and the original Legend of Galactic Heroes from the 80s and 90s.
1: Um, for the Big O, dude, I haven't seen that in a hot minute.
0: Oh, and it's, God. It's good, though. <laughs> um, uh, and though this, this is something I didn't realize until I actually went in and, and, and poked around in there. Um, the service also offers a decent selection of anime that's aimed at, like, young kids. Like, I mean, you know, four, five, six-year-old kids. Um, that's not something you see a whole lot of on, like, Funimation or Crunchyroll. You might see it on Netflix a little bit, but... Um I I just I've never really seen first of all, I've never seen them really like tout this anywhere. And I don't see a lot of other streaming services taking these up as licenses, so that's cool to see. I mean Anime for young kids. Um one of them I actually watched the first episode of was called uh CEO, cute executive officer. It was hella cute. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um something else uh, that Funimation has started doing this as well um, it's High Dive doesn't shy away from offering OVAs on its platform. I don't know what it is about uh, hi, or uh, Netflix and, and Crunchyroll but they seem to be allergic to OVAs in movies.
1: I think because it costs so much extra to get the rights to it since usually they are in bundles they're in manga or DVD or Blu-ray yeah, bundles. I guess
0: well luckily that that's changing and uh, it, it's nice to see Uh, It is something that you can find on High Dive, too. There's a number of of series that they license where they will also license the OVA for streaming.
1: See, I would argue that OVAs aren't too important, but I just watched um, Baccano, and Mm. you need to watch the the OVAs. The OVA
0: is super important there. Yeah,
1: if you don't watch the OVAs, then it kind of ends up being a shittier anime. (laughs) Um Cause compared to like other OVAs like Slime Tensei's OVAs that I just finished watching because it just finished airing like last two months ago, like, Something like that. those OVAs didn't matter very much to the story at all. They're just like side filler character stuff that honestly it doesn't worsen the story, but it doesn't. It definitely doesn't contribute to the overall like factor of how much I like Slime Tensei. But for were fun, other though. shows though. Yeah, they're fun, but most of the time OVA episodes are like the beach episodes or bullshit episodes, right? <laughs> That's yeah. why I don't feel the, like the it's... beach
0: episode, the, the uh the onsen episode, whatever.
1: Yeah, like it's always like the stuff that you don't really care about. It doesn't really add or subtract to your you're enjoying of watching the seasonal anime.
0: Yeah. Alright, shall we move on to ease of use? Yes. Alright, so how easy are the apps to use, John?
1: Crunchyroll's mobile and desktop UI is very simple. Uh, It is actually extremely easy to navigate on both versions. I have no qualms with it. (laughs) Search functions, how to organize, all that. Beautiful. Uh, Funimation is... Mobile's app is similar to Crunchyroll's where, you know, it's... You have tabs. You go to different tabs and you can search and all that shit. You can see seasonal. You can see updated. You can see whatever you want to see. Uh... The desktop is not as fluid because it uses drop-down menus instead of tabs, which I hate because I'm like, fuck, I have to go to a drop-down menu every single time I want to change to a different genre or if I want to organize it by simulcast or I want to organize it by this or that. And that's just annoying to me because I'm like, why Why would you have – why would you steal the features from Crunchyroll's mobile app but not steal the desktop app? Crunchyroll <laughs> cannot be the king here. Funny. God. Anyway. Um. Other than that, no, it's it's not the worst. I've definitely had worse. Verve is the worst, in my opinion. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, it's easy to use. Easy enough for Funimation's All right. desktop so, app.
2: So, Netflix, like I said, has a UI that is algorithmically generated, which, like I said, can be... It's very intuitive. So, if you're that kind of person, it can be very... Uh, easy for you to find the shows that you want. But at the same time, it can also be very confusing because a lot of the time you're not going to be able to find the same shows at the same place on the site twice because they'll be constantly reorganizing and, um, like, the genres will be, like, reorganizing the order, You'd, like, your watch history is going to reorganize the recommendations. So if, like, you saw a show that you liked and you didn't quite... uh remember to like add it to your list good luck trying to find it again if you don't remember the name
1: um yeah and they also have that issue where they keep changing the fucking screen or not the screen yeah the, uh, the profile picture of the the titles to like a different uh, okay. screenshot of the show or I the see. movie
2: i didn't notice but yeah it that does can be it. confusing as well i noticed it, <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh i noticed i noticed. <laughs> um but despite that little weirdness uh i would say it is relatively easy to use um there's like i said there's definitely problems with it um but and i would say that the ui is very unconventional because it is really algorithmic but yeah i would say all in all i would say relatively
1: easy to use I'd say Netflix's UI is perfect for someone who's like, you don't know what you want to watch. Yeah. And you just want to just give into the algorithm. Uh-huh. But if you're someone who, like you said, you found something you thought you might want to watch, like Detective D, and then you watch like The Legends of the Architect or something, and then it'll fuck up all your recommendations, and you uh-huh. won't see Detective <laughs> D again, unless you remembered it was called Detective D. Yeah. Uh,
0: so for High Dive, their desktop, Uh, service is is really intuitive, easy to use. They kind of went with a minimalist approach for the design and I kind of like it. Um, Everything just has its place and it's always there. Uh, uh, Things are by default uh, listed alphabetically, which is nice. You can change that if you want. Um, Other than that, I mean, it's pretty simple. It's easy to use. The mobile app, uh, not so much. (laughs) It's just it's just awful. It's it's awful. All right. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> so uh, how appealing is the actual user interface? So for Crunchyroll and
1: Funi on both platforms, on both mobile and desktop, uh, they're simple. It's a very simple UI. It's very, not very impressive in terms of features, though. Like everything in my mind that they have is just basics of modern apps, like skip, rewind 15 seconds, next episode it'll track the episodes you have watched and as far as organization goes it's pretty standard well it's standard to me it's it should be standard to everyone but it's not impressive but it works.
2: Netflix also has a skip rewind of 10 seconds uh unlike Crunchyroll and Funimation it offers the option to skip the intro and outro of your anime which is
0: phenomenal by the way for yeah magic. oh it like, is
2: so <laughs> helpful i would totally agree. i can't
1: of all things people have not stolen yet why haven't they stolen this feature this is like the best
0: feature netflix has and like, i feel like some really intelligent person figured this out at netflix and they're like we're, we're gonna pay you like a billion dollars to never leave and sell this idea
2: <laughs> uh, and a really cool uh, little feature is that if it doesn't give you the option to skip the outro that means there's an after credit scene. So a lot of people can get frustrated because like an after credit scene is like in the middle, of, like episode seven,
0: there's an after credit scene, but
2: like the rest of the show doesn't have it. So it's like, how am mm-hmm. I supposed to know? I just went to the next episode. Well Yeah,
0: this would this would have been great for something like, I don't know, fucking ReZero <laughs> <laughs> If you
2: watch it on Netflix, you'll
0: definitely see the after credit scene.
2: Um one super annoying thing about Netflix, at least for me. Is that when you browse through the catalog, like the UI just automatically starts playing trailers, which is just so mind destroying for me. Cause I'm just like, oh, this looks interesting. And then all of a sudden, like 10 people start talking. And I'm like, no, I don't want to, I don't want people to talk <laughs> in my face. I'm just trying to look at what I want to watch. Yeah. Stop I think you can it.
0: actually go into your profile and change that. There's a setting where you can change where it doesn't autoplay the vo- the, the audio. You can just yeah, manually can mute it. audio.
2: Yeah, I do manually mute it, but it is also very confusing. Um,
0: But like again, with this, with this sort of first time that happened to me, that scared the shit out of me. By the way, I know because I I didn't. It was right after they implemented that, and I was browsing, and it started. I was scared the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) But like for some people,
2: or like occasionally, it's really helpful because you don't have to click through five different buttons to see a trailer. You can just hover over it, and if you wanted to see the trailer, it's easily accessible. Um, but most of the time I don't want to see the trailer and it's, uh, it's too easily accessible. So you, it's a bit too much in that, uh, uh, aspect. Um, also Netflix does not allow you to manually select the video resolution, so you can't like force the video to what resolution you want, which is a bit annoying, which I believe you can do with Crunchyroll. Um,
1: yeah, you can force on Crunchyroll and Foony. you can force it to be 1080p.
2: Yeah. You
0: can do that same thing on High Dive as well.
2: So that's a bit annoying on Netflix. Um, And I was going to talk about it. Like I said, I have a problem with some of the English subtitles on Netflix. because Me too! They use the English subtitles for the Japanese dub. For when you're watching it English dubbed, they will use the subtitles they use for the Japanese dub. And that means that the things that they're... Saying in English verbally did not match up with the written script at the bottom, um, which for the most part isn't a problem for anime because I watch in Japanese dub anyway. But for a lot of other shows where I watch in English dub, and I like having the English subtitles on at the same time, it's really dumb. But I, it's mm. no, the entire catalog isn't like that. It's just a few shows.
1: Yeah. I had the reverse problem where they would use the English subtitles for the English dub, and the Japanese like subtitles. So
0: if you watch it in Japanese, the the issue is that for a lot for a lot of stuff on Netflix, they only offer one set of English subtitles. Yeah, and and it's 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 either going to be the subtitles that were created for the Japanese dub or the English dub. There is no in between. Yeah, and it's just (laughs) why? God damn it! Like, it bothers me so
1: much, especially when they change the script, you know? And you can hear it. I know, And I know a little bit of Moon, so I know that they didn't say certain things. Yeah. It's especially when,
0: like, in the English dub, when they, when they do it where the subtitles only match the English dub, where for the dub they'll put some kind of cultural reference in that they're clearly not talking about in the Japanese dub. Yeah.
2: Annoying. That's kind
0: of annoying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so there's a feature that you didn't mention... That I kind of like about Netflix, where if you continually skip an intro or outro, it'll automatically do it for you. Really? Like after a couple, yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that I really appreciate because it's like, oh, I don't have to manually click skip intro on the fifth episode of binge watching this show. It would just automatically go to the first like second of the start of the show. That to me is amazing. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Technology.
1: No, just props to the dude who invented this skip intro-outro button, dude. Like,
0: it's genius. Genius! Keeps people wanting to binge-watch. Indeed, and it saves you time. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, like, in an anime, an OP and an ED are both roughly a minute and 30 seconds long. So if you skip both of them, there's three minutes you saved. Exactly. Yeah. Now we just... that, that adds up over the course of 12 or 24 episodes. We well, it's a
1: 23-episode to... show, but three minutes of it, it's actually O-P-E-D, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah.
2: Now we just need a skip recap button, and we're all good.
1: Yeah. It
2: does have that yeah. does. on Netflix.
1: Oh. Netflix
0: does have a skip recap button. Damn. Okay, yeah, occasionally it will come up with a skip recap button, especially if, like, the first, I don't know, three or four. If only, like, the first two or three seconds is going to be recap, it doesn't do it, but... Yeah. But... I think if the recap itself is longer than like two minutes, it offers the ability to skip the recap.
2: When does skip
0: filler come? <laughs> <laughs> never. Damn. Because you can never get away from filler. Um, so like both Netflix and uh, Crunchyroll Slash Funimation, High Dive does offer the 10 second fast forward and rewind options on their player. Um, they also have the ability to change video quality on the fly um, it can go anywhere between, uh, 480 and 1080, or is it, did I say 4, whatever, uh, standard definition and high definition, um, you can also set it to auto, where it will automatically adjust for whatever your current internet speed is, um. You can also, again, on the fly, change the speed of the playback so you can make it go slower or faster. I don't know why you would ever make it go slower, but I can understand why you would make it go faster. Um, you can also change the audio and or subtitles you are currently viewing. Um, you can also change the color of these subtitles wow. in the, right in the player. Um, you have a choice of two colors, yellow or white. I don't know why you would ever want them yellow, but okay. Um Uh, There's also a lights out mode, which basically will black out the rest of the webpage, leaving only the player, so you can focus on it. I don't. I mean, if you're, if you're a masochist and you don't want to watch it in full screen, Um, what else? Um, That's that's pretty much it. Now, of every single thing I just mentioned, the mobile app offers one of these things. The ability to change audio and subtitles. That's it. The mobile app offers none of the rest of this. You cannot change the color of the subtitles. You can't change the video quality. By the way, it's locked at 1080p. Um, so if you have a shitty internet connection or if you're on a mo- you know mobile internet, you're fucked. Um, it doesn't offer 10-second fast-forward rewind. Uh Oof. doesn't let you change the speed. It has nothing except let you play, pause, change the volume, and change the subtitles. It
1: really feels like it was an afterthought, man. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: that's what, exactly why I said that. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's high dive. So, do any of these uh, services offer any unique features on their apps?
1: So, for both Crunchyroll and Funimation, if you get the intermediate package, you have offline viewing... Which is, I think that should be standard nowadays. It's kind of like you know, a lot of people don't have internet everywhere they go. So I, that's just me though. Maybe it's not a standard package. Who knows? But I know that it's. I tried using it for Crunchyroll. Uh, it you can't offline view on desktop, obviously, because you know you got to be connected to the internet anyway to use it on desktop. Uh, and I also on a
2: laptop.
1: What? Oh, yeah. Well, I I feel like it's because it's to try to avoid people pirating the episodes on desktop. Yeah, because
0: I know know exactly what I would do. I would play that thing and then use OBS to record my fucking screen. We here at
1: Anime Club After Dark do not condone the pirating of anime. (laughs) Uh, FBI, please arrest Alex and only Alex. But Crunchyroll lets you bulk download all the episodes on your mobile app. However this is where my t- fucking rant comes in i had this issue where i tried to bulk download all of snafu season three and it's like 12 13 12 uh
0: 12 episodes 12
1: episodes and it would like it would first of all it wouldn't download them in order it downloaded them in a random ass fucking order like i got first episode downloaded was like episode seven then it was episode like five then episode nine and i was like dude what the fuck And also, if you leave the fucking app menu, it stops the downloads. So if you have it running in the background, you may or may not have to go back and re-download it. And also, it doesn't partially save your downloads. I'm talking really fast because I have a lot of points to make about this, and we're at an hour mark. So, (laughs) 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 So if your download stops, you have to restart the download. It doesn't save your progress. And at most, I could only get three episodes to download at the same time. And what's the point of offering me a bulk download button if I can't download them in sequential order that I want them, 1 through 12, and also fucking save your progress of your downloads in case it does not work? Like, that's so <laughs> dumb. How the fuck? And I had to worry that if I was watching an episode, like, you can download them in the background while you're watching other anime episodes. Oh, you can do that. No, you fucking can't. Because if it stops downloading, you're fucked, and you got to go redownload it.
2: That sounds like <sighs> absolute hell.
1: It was... it. Phew, I was pissed off for hours. This is why I made the fucking rant. This is why I made this episode. Because I had to talk about this. By the way, this. how
0: he, how fast he was talking was exactly how fast he was typing. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh. Well, so I would then say... Go ahead. Well,
1: I got it. I got... Mo- uh, f- funi's mobile app uh it doesn't have a download all button so you have to tap each one individually but at least it didn't fucking stop downloading in the middle and when i went to go download something in the background and watch a different episode it didn't fucking stop i didn't have any issues and uh oh also they on funi's app it actually has a on your device tab that you can look through so you can see what episodes you do have downloaded which is awesome it's really
2: good
0: all right show
2: Well, I would say Netflix, of all of these uh, platforms, has the best mobile uh, app. Um, It allows offline downloads, uh, and you can also offline download on the Windows Store. So you can technically offline download on PC if you download the Netflix app on the Windows Store, but you cannot offline download on the Netflix browser. So whatever. I don't know what Netflix is doing with their lives, but whatever. Um... (laughs) The mobile does allow bulk downloads, um, which I believe... I'm pretty sure I've done that before and it's worked pretty well. Um, but if you're on the Windows Store, you only do once... You can only download per episode, which is weird. I don't know what's going on there. Um, some great things about Netflix is it remembers where you lo- left off in a show. If So if you left at like 12 minutes, so you can come back at 12 minutes. But once a really annoying thing about Netflix is it does not have a watch history. Once you're done watching a show, it disappears. And you'll never see it again.
1: And <laughs> Unless you get that stupid tab that says, hey, rewatch these shows you've watched before. That oh rare tab that sometimes pops up, but it still doesn't have your entire list of shows yeah, you've
2: watched. Yeah, it's so annoying. For me, who has, like, the memory of a goldfish, I would appreciate <laughs> Netflix telling me what I did yesterday, because I can't tell that myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it... Netflix does allow you to manually add shows to your, like, list, which is what it's called. It's basically their favorites or whatever, or their queue. Um, Like I said, it has a great recommendation algorithm. Um, It also has multiple profiles, like Alex mentioned. Uh, And each particular profile has its own particular algorithm to recommend different shows for your different people that use your account. So that's really cool.
0: Alright, well uh, in addition to not having something like a uh, being able to download your stuff and watch it offline, because High Dive doesn't do that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It doesn't do anything on mobile (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll get to that Uh, One of the, well, two unique features, or I guess three, I guess Uh, So High Dive offers this live chat feature, which so say you're watching uh, an episode of an anime, right? What you can do, there's a little button uh, on the bottom, on the uh, to the left, where it says like live chat or chat now, or I forget exactly what it says. Um, but once you do this, it will open up a menu on the right side of the screen where you can open up a chat room and watch along with people. You can invite people, or people can just randomly join and watch along with you. So, in theory, I think this is a good idea, especially if you were doing, like, a watch party with, say, a Discord server or, you know, what have you. Um, in practice, I don't see it being used very often. And it certainly wasn't used very often on the website because there's actually, in the br- with, when you're just regularly browsing around the site, you can actually sort by uh, live chats that are currently open. I looked six different times over the last two days and i found exactly zero people using this function <laughs> i mean cuz you're trying to watch a
1: show you know like cuz no one I, uses I,
2: high dive
1: cuz no one uses high dive yeah first of all there's no uh, population I, honestly i like doing watch parties i loved watching anime together with uh, friends like especially like seasonal anime cuz then after work one of my friends we'd watch together it was fun but
0: I'd love to start doing it on our discord server.
1: I mean, it's always hard to plan it out. you know. But I know I, it's, it's a function that honestly I can appreciate. Uh, I don't know how I feel about watching it with random strangers because, you know, if you've ever been in a live chat before there's, you know, trolls and stuff and people run, throwing spoilers out in the comments, like what the fuck? So stuff like that. If
2: you do this live chat, is everyone in the live chat at the exact same part of the anime as you are? Or are they just all watching the anime at some point?
0: I'd love to answer that question before you show, <laughs> if only people would use the fucking <laughs> feature. <laughs> <laughs> I could have answered that if, if I could have found anyone using this feature. Okay, fair point. But the option is there, and I can see the uh, the idea behind it. I just don't really think it's the most practical uh feature um but each and this does seem to be unique um, at least amongst anime streaming services services each anime on their site does include a link to that anime's respective mal page um this is their i guess attempt at doing mal integration which is something they announced they were gonna be doing uh last year i forget exactly when i remember this we talked about this yeah um, it's an interesting feature because basically, in one click, you can go straight to the MAL page for it and find out you know all the information you could really want that MAL offers now, for that. Wasn't that there anime. a
1: feature that if you pause at a specific part where, like, let's say a specific voice actor is speaking, it would link you to that voice actor? Was I think
0: that was the idea behind it. They, ha- I, as far as I can tell, they haven't integrated that yet. If that's still the plan, um, I do know that on like Amazon's Prime Video player that actually does happen except it's imdb not mal see that's a feature that honestly
1: it it doesn't really add much but i appreciate it quite a lot yeah i would appreciate i do too
2: if i could get that
0: Um, in services i use but i do like the idea it's just you know one click you're already on the mal page and you can find out oh yeah this character was voiced by this person um yeah uh almost every anime does also include links to where you can buy the blu-ray versions of said anime on Sentai's online shop and merch if it is available. Um and you don't have I mean it's it's literally just a one click and you're there at the item that you're looking for. Um That's pretty cool. It is it is pretty cool that they, they do they do tend to integrate their shop into as much stuff as they can. I mean, it is Sentai, it's kind of what they're known for is their great blu-ray packages. Um All that being said, the mobile app offers exactly zero of these features. (laughs) Damn. I hate the mobile app. It's so bad. Well, for five bucks a month, what do you expect? (laughs) True. All right. So,
1: overall impressions. Um, Pros and cons. Uh, Crunchyroll is expensive. The catalog isn't what it used to be. Region lock hell. They, there were a couple airing shows that I wanted to watch that we didn't have the license for in North America. And I was like, what the fuck? Is this what it's like to be like in Germany? Because... <laughs> they... yeah, yeah, it's...
0: Yeah, this third world country called the United States. Well,
1: I mean... <laughs> but uh, the mobile app performs very poorly in function. And there's no... There used to be subtitle customization. I remember it having this when it was still in Flash Player. It doesn't have it anymore on HTML5. You cannot customize the size or the font. How
0: does HTML5 work? I fucking...
1: Apparently Crunchyroll doesn't know, man. (laughs) Because I can't adjust the subtitle, size, or font, which is kind of annoying. It's like, I feel like that's a basic feature that all streaming apps should have. uh, For fuck's sake, Hulu has it, and it's beautiful. You can choose different fonts, sizes, the opacity. Like, it just... Customize it to how it fits to your eyes. Because I remember using, at least for Hulu, uh, their starter, like subtitles was horrendous hurt my eyes couldn't read it so it's great that they offer that netflix for, doesn't do for that.
0: someone like me who has really bad eyesight i definitely appreciate that I'm uh, not too picky. pros yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very picky with my subtitles <laughs>
1: like anyway uh crunch has a pretty big catalog subs are lightning fast uh it has decent quality like I, I know I just spoke really well of Hulu, but holy shit, does Hulu not stream in 1080? It streams in like 720 or 480, and it's pretty shit. Uh, at least Crunchyroll allows you to do 1080 on the web. On the mobile app, it sometimes downgrades you, so, you know, it's, it's not the best. But I guess it still works for the most part. I, I believe there's a whole, like, different thing about packages and data and phone services and for 1080p packages, stuff like that. I don't really know too much about it. I just remember hearing about that, where you would have to pay, like, a premium media package if you wanted 1080p streaming on your phone. Because net neutrality is dead. And this is Sounds what Sounds like bullshit to me. It is a bunch of bullshit. Uh, for Funi, the catalog isn't giant either. Uh, most of the shows that they do have is kind of B-rated, similar to, like, Netflix, where they're more quantity than quality uh and some licensed shows are in english dub only which like what the fuck man (laughs) i'm not a japanese dub purist but i want japanese dubs most of the time uh
0: imagine how do you how do you sell this to like an executive so there's this show that's that's gonna air right but we're only gonna license it for dubbing only english dubbing
1: genius and uh Unlike Crunchyroll, you only get English subs for Funimation. You don't get any other type of subs. Maybe you do. at Fucking least, racist. That was like four shows that I, I streamed on Funimation, so I didn't see any other options other than English and Japanese. So that's kind of shit. Uh, Funi does let you change your sub size and the font, albeit only on the desktop site. You can't do it on the um, mobile app, which is I, f- fair. Not a lot of mobile apps let you do that. And, uh, it's not that expensive for the free basic package.
2: Yeah, the biggest problem with, uh, Netflix is that it does not simulcast. I think that's the biggest complaint everyone has with Netflix. Um, also their anime catalog is pretty small. Um, and again, they don't even pick up that many seasonal anime. Uh, a lot of their content is region locked. Um, which I'm sure there's a problem with a lot of different platforms. I've already spoken on my problems with their UI, which can be a bit confusing how it's
0: algorithmically
2: generated. And there is no subtitle uh, customization
0: for Netflix. Uh, and that's the most surprising thing for me with all their other features. Like that seems like the most basic thing they can implement.
2: It is probably pretty simple for them to implement. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they haven't implemented it. Um, but the great thing about Netflix is that it has the most diverse catalog out of all these uh, platforms with lots of good non-anime and non-Japanese movies and television shows um, as well as also having anime on it so it's a good variety Um, and like I've said before the dubs and subs come in a lot of different languages so the the subs may not be (laughs) always the best quality but they are there (laughs)
0: All right, so uh, for High Dive, it has a pretty small catalog compared to all these other sites. Um, And I mean, I guess you could say that's definitely a hit against it, although again, its price is not large, so that kind of makes up for it. Um, Only a handful of titles on the site are region locked. These do tend to be um, either the older shows or the live action stuff that they have. Uh, not a whole lot of their anime that they have is region locked. Maybe a handful at the most. Um, and by that I mean like literally five or six. Um, and it is the only place uh, currently that you can stream some older anime like the ones I mentioned before. Like Big O, uh, like, uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes, and the like. So, yeah. Uh, not a whole lot going for it currently, but it's it's got room to grow. So that being said, if we had to give all of these applications and streaming services a rating out of five, with five being the best, uh, what would we give them?
1: Uh, for Crunchyroll, I'd say it's a solid three for the desktop. Like, it's functional. It's not terrible of an experience now that they're on HTML5. Mobile is a, just a stinky two because, <laughs> god damn it, your only feature is your download all button, and it doesn't work. Honey, what the fuck?
2: I would give mobile a one. I, it's literally I mean, unusable <laughs> for me. I don't even use it anymore.
1: I mean, I can still stream certain things, and I, 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 I feel like you're right. It should be a one, but I'm going to give it a two because it hasn't been all bad to me. Um, Funi earns a solid three for both of its apps, both of its platforms, desktop and uh, mobile app. It's not bad. Not a bad experience. Just a couple UI issues on the mobile, to be honest, and the fluidity of the desktop app. But overall, I liked it. Better than Crunchyroll.
2: Yep. Uh, Netflix is a four for the desktop and the mobile, mostly because I really enjoy the variety that it offers from all these different countries, uh, even though the anime catalog is rather small. And the issues that I have with it are relatively small compared
0: to what it offers. All right. So for high dive, I give the desktop site a 3.5, um, mostly for it, this, you know, limited size of its catalog, at least currently, um, the site itself runs really well. It's, it's pretty fast. Um, the UI is intuitive. Uh, you have a lot of options for subtitle languages, Um, And I see that there's a lot of room to grow this, um, especially if Sentai were to branch out and really be aggressive with the licenses that they uh, try to acquire. Um, Mobile app is shit. It's a one. (laughs) (laughs) The mobile app is, is straight up cancer. I mean... You can rate it a zero. Damn. Okay, it's a, it's a negative one.
1: Oh wow. Okay, they should be paying you to use it. Yeah, they should pay <laughs>
0: the users to use it. In fact, no, they should just kill it in a fire. Oh, like my. if this is the best you can do, just don't have it. Do you know what the one of the like? This is not indicative of how it runs, although it kind of runs okay. Um, the uh, all the pictures that they use for the anime on there. They're not sized right. Oh no! They're very blurry. <laughs> oh no! Anyway, yeah, it, it's shit. I mean, the mobile app is just kind of a lost cause at this point. They just they just scrap it and and try again. Uh, so yes or no, are all these services and/or apps worth getting?
1: Well, before we do that, um, for the high dive mobile app, maybe it'll get better because. Funimation's mobile app got way better. Cause I remember back in the day when it first came out, it was fucking terrible. Funimation's mobile app was the worst. <laughs> it didn't have any of the features that basically looks like Crunchyroll now. So there is hope, my friend, for High Dive yet. But uh, yeah. is, is like,
0: like I say, I, I do see a lot of potential in this platform.
1: I'm just saying, like right now, currently in 2021, uh, the mobile app might be shit. But maybe in a couple months they'll decide to reform it like they did with Funimation's mobile app.
0: Hmm. Probably.
1: So, uh, Crunchyroll app. It's great for anime viewing. Uh, The region lock hell and losing a ton of the licenses over the years does make the library thinner than it used to be, but for the most part, it still has a huge catalog of shows, and it has, like, a random button, even, if you want to just watch random anime. I don't know who'd do that, weirdos, but (laughs) I'd, I'd definitely stick to the lowest tier, given how fucking jank the offline viewing is for mobile. And I honestly don't use it that often anyway. And the one time I needed to use, it failed me. So <laughs> it's not worth shelling out 12 fucking bucks. <laughs> Stick to that $8 tier, my friends. Uh, Funi is a great choice for dub lovers, like English dub lovers, not so much for anything else. Um, it has a slightly worse UI than Crunchyroll, but you can still customize the font which is, it's important to me. Like, I, I don't know how important it is to other people, but it's important to me that I can customize the font and the size of the font and, like, opacity and shit like that. And at 6 bucks for its lowest tier, it's honestly a really good deal for the catalog. Like, it's Funimation. They have a lot of legacy licenses, and they still have a lot of shows. Like, sure, it may not be that impressive, and sure, some shows might only be in English, but they still, for 6 bucks, it's not bad. After the merger, though, hopefully they combine them, combine both of the libraries, and becomes better. I don't know. We're still holding out for that, so maybe we'll, you, we'll. Let me ask you it.
0: something. Would you prefer if they, if when, well, the merger is definitely going to happen. Uh, if they do combine the catalogs, would you rather them both of the apps and services still be available, but just have? the whole catalog on both services or would you have it rather it be combined into one service?
1: I want them to integrate all of it, like Funi and Crunchyroll. They used they partnered up once where Funimation took all the dubs and did simuldubbing and they just licensed let Crunchyroll use some of their licenses for Japanese streaming. And, yeah, and it was it, great. It, it worked. Uh, I want them to bundle both of the packages into like thirteen dollars for Crunchyroll and Funimation, so that way I can have both but, I mean, I don't know. The logistics behind it is like, well, wouldn't it be better to just use one app? You wouldn't have to run two different apps, have two different things to work on at the same time. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to run.
2: All right. Well.
1: Uh, show?
2: For Netflix, I would recommend it. Uh, mostly for the non-anime catalog. It has a lot of, like, hidden gems and really niche content that can be surprised. By the Queen's Gambit,
0: you should definitely watch it if you haven't. Hmm? I said, like the Queen's Gambit, you should definitely watch it if you haven't.
2: Oh, yes. Although I wouldn't necessarily call that niche content, but that's a really good show. I definitely recommend it. Um, However, if you're the kind of person who only watches anime, it's probably not worth the price. Like $13 for their anime uh, catalog, probably not worth it. Um, But if you're open to more diverse content, I would definitely recommend it. Um, And I definitely recommend the standard um, package for 720p viewing. Um, Like I said, the 480 and 4K to me isn't really worth it. Um, And the catalog actually updates really frequently because they're not just beholden to anime seasons. So like, every honestly, every few days, they have new content that will be algorithmically fed to you. Uh, depending on what you like so you can get a lot of different content frequently updated
0: so that's really cool all right well for high dive uh given its lower price compared to the other services i would definitely recommend it uh specifically for two uh people in general i would recommend it for older anime fans like myself who are looking to stream some older shows that aren't available anywhere else to legally stream or to anime fans with young kids because they do have those uh, anime that they license that are geared specifically for young kids. Um, it Because of its small catalog and its absolutely abysmal mobile app, uh, I cannot in full faith just generally recommend this. Um, however, I do think that with an increased catalog and an even just barely improved mobile experience <laughs> at its price point, it's a great service. Yeah, I've definitely
1: after uh, listening to the review for High Dive, I've, I definitely feel like giving it a shot. Just cause.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like- um, I, I I have decided that I am going to keep my uh my subscription at least for the winter season for one very specific reason. They are carrying redo of healer, and I want to see how <laughs> oh, the shit yeah. show pans out. Oh. <laughs> Oh I so God. want to see how this shit show pans out, and that's Ugh.
2: what's gonna cause High Dive to finally collapse. <laughs> it may- and they, it, it might. and they've they've already said it really
0: might. They've already said that they've already said that they're gonna be doing one of the uncensored versions. Oh so...
1: no. <laughs> mm. All right. there's gonna
0: be titties.
1: <laughs> Yikes! Sad titties. High Dive, what are you doing? Crying You're gonna get hashtag canceled. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's going to be great. I can't wait to see this steaming pile of shit just crater into the ground. <sighs> uh, and with that, thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. Uh, yeah, definitely. If if you actually enjoyed this and you do want us to uh, review other sh- other streaming services, like I said at the outset, definitely let us know because I think we kind of enjoyed doing this and it was good to actually see these side by side. Good idea, John. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean it's always like sure they offer trials and stuff to to all to sign up for all these streaming services so you can experience it yourself but i do like hearing honest reviews of services before i buy just because like you know my experience might be different than yours because of issues of different issues because everything's so diverse
0: yes mm. uh. So check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Uh, Check out our merch store and our affiliate links as well. Any purchases you make there do really help us out. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Hi, dive, please sponsor us.
2: (laughs) So we never ask the most important question, is whether you prefer orange, purple, red, or blue. Oh, my God. I prefer purple. (laughs) Because it's the color of the eggplant emoji. What about you guys? Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> Come on.